Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Orange has been shot in the stomach. He's bleeding profusely and thinks he's gonna die. Mr. White says they're driving to the rendezvous where Joe will get him a doctor. At the rendezvous, Mr. White says Joe will be there soon. Mr. Pink bursts in, saying they were set up. Instantly, there were seventeen police there, all knowing what they were doing. In another room, Mr. White needs Mr. Pink to be cool. He asks if Mr. Pink's cool. Mr. Pink smashes something, then says he is cool. Mr. White remembers the cops didn't announce themselves until Mr. Blonde started shooting people. Mr. Pink killed a couple of cops, as did Mr. White. Mr. White says what Mr. Blonde did was insane. He can't work with someone like that. He's glad they weren't themselves killed when Mr. Blonde started shooting. Misters White and Orange jumped in the car, and Mister Brown floored it. Mister Pink says he stashed the diamonds. He thinks staying at the rendezvous is too risky. Now there's a rat. The others could already be talking to the cops. Nobody can be totally ruled out. Mister White's talking to Joe. Joe has a five-man job, busting into and out of a diamond wholesalers. Two minutes tops, daylight during business hours, around twenty employees. On that day, they're getting a shipment of polished stones from Israel. They'll get sent to Vermont the next day. Mr. Orange might not live through the night without medical attention. Mr. White feels partly responsible. He got shot. Mr. Pink wants to leave, but Mr. White says they can't leave a bleeding man who can't walk. Mr. White tells Mr. Pink he told Mr. Orange his first name, and where he's from. Mr. Pink's incredulous. Mr. White says, "When someone's dying in your arms, it's intense. You can't just say it's against the rules to say your name. It's easy now for Mr. Orange to incriminate Mr. White. Mr. Pink's sorry about Mr. Orange, but some people are lucky, some aren't." Mr. White puts Mr. Pink on the floor. From the floor, Mr. Pink pulls a gun on Mr. White. Mr. White also pulls a gun. Mr. White breaking the rules could lead to Mr. Pink being rumbled. Mr. Blonde's watching. Mr.s Pink and White tell him there's a rat. Mr. White tells him they're leaving. And so should Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde says they're staying. Mr. White pulls a gun on Mr. Blonde, who further antagonizes Mr. White. Mr. Pink splits them up. Mr. Blonde's too homicidal to be in with the cops. 
and Mr. Pink calls for solidarity. They should figure out who set them up. Mr. Blonde says nice guy Eddie's coming. Vic Vega, a.k.a. Mr. Blonde, has just left prison. He needs a legitimate job to leave the halfway house. If he were a dock worker in Long Beach, he wouldn't do real work, but the records would show otherwise. Vic would be clocked in and out every day, and at the end of the week, he gets a nice paycheck. Joe asks how Vic would feel pulling a job with five other guys. Vic grins. The cop Mr. Blonde kidnapped is beaten. Mr. Pink tells Eddie the cops were waiting for them. Eddie says his dad Joe's on his way. Eddie will call a doctor for Mr. Orange. Mr. Pink says Mr. Brown's dead but they don't know about Mr. Blue. Eddie says Mr. Blonde will wait with Mr. Orange and the cop, and Mrs. Pink and White will go with Eddie to collect the diamonds. They leave. The cop tells Mr. Blonde he knows nothing. Mr. Blonde can torture him all he wants. The cop says even Mr. Blonde's boss says there wasn't a setup. Mr. Blonde's still gonna torture the cop. Mr. Blonde gets a cutthroat razor and finds a radio station. He dances and slashes the cop's face, carving off the cop's right ear. A smiling Mr. Blonde throws petrol over the cop. Then Mr. Orange shoots Mr. Blonde. He tells cop Marvin there are police waiting nearby. The target is Joe Cabot. Freddy, a.k.a. Mr. Orange, meets his police supervisor Holdaway. Cabot's doing a job and wants Freddy on the team. Eddie collects Freddy. They go to Smoky Pete's in Gardena. Mr. Orange meets someone called Mr. White. Holdaway asks if Mr. Orange used the commode story. The commode story is a drug deal anecdote. During the LA weed drought in 86, Mr. Orange still had a connection, a hippie chick in Santa Cruz. Soon, every time he bought some weed, he was buying for four or five different people. His contact had a brick of weed she was selling and didn't want to go to the buy alone. They're at the train station. Mr. Orange is carrying the weed, then has to use the bathroom. He finds four LA County sheriffs and a German shepherd inside. They all stop what they're talking about. Their dog starts barking at him. He's drenched in panic and all the sheriffs are looking at him. They can smell it, sure as the dog can. Mr. Orange acts natural. Joe congratulates him. You crap yourself, dive in and swim. 
Mr. Orange tells Holdaway Cabot's a funny guy. He looks like the Thing from the Fantastic Four. Eddie calls Mr. Orange. Mr. Orange puts a gun in his ankle holster, another in his pocket, and a ring on his finger. In the mirror, he tells himself he's super cool. Joe tells the crew they all like to tell jokes and giggle. Joe's joke is five guys sitting in a bullpen in San Quentin prison, wondering how they got there. They're going to be strictly using aliases. No personal information. Joe assigns names. Mr. Brown. Mr. White. Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blue, Mr. Orange, Mr. Pink, protests at his. Joe says Mr. Pink should be thankful he's not Mr. Yellow. Mr. Pink suggests he's Mr. Purple. Joe says he's not Mr. Purple. Some guy on another job is Mr. Purple. He's Mr. Pink. Misters White and Orange go over the plan. Mr. Orange guards the door. Mr. Brown waits in the car across the street. Mr. Orange signals and Mr. Brown pulls up in front. Misters Blonde and Blue handle civilians. Misters White and Pink take the manager in the back and demand the diamonds. They should be out of there in under two minutes. Mr. Brown rear-ends another car. The twisted metal means the two cars are locked together. Sirens wail and Mr. White gets out, with a gun in each hand. He shoots both police in an approaching car. Mr.s White and Orange hold up another car. The driver shoots Mr. Orange in the stomach. Mr. Orange is soon screaming, bleeding profusely in the back, yelling to Larry, a.k.a. Mr. White, that he's sorry. Mr. White convinces Mr. Orange he isn't dying. Back at the rendezvous, Mr. Orange is on the floor, and Marvin the cops still strapped to the chair. Mr. Blonde's dead. Eddie arrives, shocked and furious. Mr. Orange says Mr. Blonde slashed the cop's face, cut off his ear and was gonna burn him alive. Eddie needs this repeated, casually killing the cop. Mr. Orange says Mr. Blonde was gonna kill the cop, then Mr. Orange... Then, Mr. Blonde was going to kill everyone and snatch the diamonds. Eddie struggles to comprehend this. Mr. Blonde was going to kill Mr. Orange. Then, when everyone got back, he was going to kill them, take the diamonds and leave. Mr. Blonde was recently released from prison. He could have given up Joe at any point but he kept quiet and served four years. Now they're making good on their commitment to him, he decides to rip them off. 
Joe appears, saying Mr. Orange is with the LAPD. Mr. Orange denies this. Mr. White defends Mr. Orange. Joe says Mr. Orange tipped off the cops and had Mrs. Brown and Blue killed. Mr. Orange was the only one Joe wasn't 100% sure of. It was instinct. He ignored it before, but no more. Joe pulls a gun on Mr. Orange. Mr. White pulls a gun on Joe. Eddie pulls a gun on Mr. White, asking in the strongest terms if Mr. White has lost his mind. Eddie yells at Mr. White to stop pointing the gun at his dad. Then, almost simultaneously, Joe shoots Orange, White shoots Joe, Eddie shoots White, and White shoots Eddie. Mr. Pink emerges and leaves. An injured Mr. White cradles Mr. Orange's head in his arms. He says it looks like they're going to do a little time. Mr. Orange says he's a cop and that he's sorry. Mr. White sobs in anguish, putting a gun against Mr. Orange's head. Police burst in and tell him to drop his gun. Multiple gunshots are heard. Starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, rated 18, directed by Quentin Tarantino, released in the UK 1992, runtime 1 hour 39 minutes.